Hi, I'm Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And we are back with another edition of Radio Rotary. Every week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. And today our special guest is Doug Hovey, who is the Executive Director of Independent Living. And Doug Hi, is a Doug. Rotarian, too. Yeah. Hi. Good morning. It's uh, great to be here today. And yes, I am a Rotarian. I uh, have been a member of the Newburgh Rotary Club since 1993 and served as their president in 99 and 2000. And it's uh, very exciting. Most people don't admit that right out of the gate. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Yeah, I've been the president. I'm very proud uh, to a be a Rotarian. It's it a is, big commitment. It's so a very big commitment. Good for you. So, yeah. Doug, tell us, what is Independent Living Incorporated? Uh, Jonah, Independent Living Incorporated is a disability advocacy and services organization that provides assistance to individuals with disabilities. Um, and we serve people from all age ranges, beginning at birth and all the way through end of life. Um, we start out with our Early Childhood Direction Center program. Uh, that program works with individuals in the Mid-Hudson region, families in particular who have a child with a developmental d- disability or present with a developmental disability. D- Uh, A a newborn, for example, or just a a youngster, uh, a very early age, one, two years old, who begins to show signs of maybe a developmental delay and the family doesn't know where to go, Uh, they can contact us. Uh, We try to let the community know that we're available. And we coordinate services that will help the child by the time they're five years old to be prepared to go into uh, school. Um, So, oh my goodness, it just flew out of my head. Well, I, among um, the things, I, I'm um, sorry, John. You were talking about um, um, disabilities, and you started talking about uh, young people, uh, children with developmental disabilities. But what about uh, things like blindness, deafness, uh, mobility impairment? Are these things that you also cover? As Executive Director of Independent Living Incorporated, Doug? Yes, I'm glad you you mentioned that, Jonah, because uh, we refer to ourselves as a cross-disability organization, which really means that we serve all disability groups, including psychiatric, uh, physical disabilities, visual impairments, hearing impairments, developmental disability. Uh, So we're not limited to just one type of a disability. We are a cross-disability service organization. Uh, and and uh, we provide a great deal of advocacy as well through the legislative process. But I should also let you know that we started independent living in 1987 with just three full-time employees, and today we employ over 200 employees that work in the Mid-Hudson region. Okay, now I remember. Now that I'm back in my body, <laughs> now <laughs> I remembered my question. Where does your funding come from? How are you sustain- sustained? You know, Sarah, uh, we have multiple different uh, funding streams. Um, we do receive uh, funding through grants that we write through the state, through are the federal government. Are you in 501c3 then? We are. We are a 501c3 not-for-profit organization. So we do an awful lot of grant writing. We do a lot of fundraising. We have a very strong local donor base uh, of people who know who When you who say we are. local, what does that mean outside of the Newburgh area or Newburgh uh, community directly? Well, I, I would say in the Mid-Hudson region, quite okay, honestly. what is the Mid-Hudson Hudson region just for those people who are downloading from our website that don't live in the Hudson Valley. Sure, that would be Orange, Ulster, Sullivan, and Dutchess counties primarily. Um, 
But, you know, many of our services go extend further than that. We have a satellite program as far north as Troy and one down in Westchester. A satellite program. Right. Now, did they were they satellite after the founding of Independent Living in Newburgh? Yes, they were. Yes, that's correct. Um, and, and that particular program provides benefits advisement to individuals with disabilities to help them understand their benefits so they're not so fearful of returning to work. One of our main focuses is really to help people go back to work. To, to, to mainstream, is that the correct term? That's it. Uh, That's is correct, that it? yes. Now, how did you get involved with this? Well, my uh, involvement started many years ago, and I'll tell you a little bit about my history. Uh, when I was a little boy, my mother worked as a volunteer for AHRC. Which is? The Association for the Help of Retarded Citizens. And this, was, this particular AHRC was based out of Orange County. So... Um, I would accompany my mother as a little boy to the programs uh, that they held for the young adults with developmental disabilities. So my exposure began at a very early age. And what I learned was that people with disabilities are no different from the rest of us. We are all the same inside. We have certain wants and needs and interests. Um, so I uh, had a great time learning about disabilities from an early age. But then at the age of 18, I had a tragic accident myself, which is why I use a wheelchair. Um, now, after that had happened, I was very fortunate to have a very strong family support system, which is very important when somebody goes through a tragic accident like I did. Um, and I went to college right away, and I graduated from the university uh, at New Paltz, uh, and then went on to receive my master's degree uh, in, uh, in uh, rehabilitation administration. Okay. 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 Uh, and I also have a master's degree in healthcare administration. Um, but I, So now you're an executive director. And now I'm an executive of an director. agency. Correct. Like this. I had this opportunity to uh, work alongside of several uh, volunteers at the time because back in 1986, there was no funding for the Independent Living Center. But we worked together very hard to write the grants that we needed to establish the, the first Independent Living Center in Orange County. And you how know? many, how much, how, out of curiosity, since you're a nonprofit, your uh, budget is public knowledge. How, what is your, what is your budget, annual budget? Our annual operating budget is about seven and a half million dollars right so now. So this is a major goodness. operation. It's a, as I said before, we have probably about 250 employees. And this has evolved over how many years now? 25? Well, 22. 22 years. 22 years. Well, let's yeah. get back to some of the services you offer. And you know, it's interesting you say, Douglas, that uh, you learned that people with disabilities know different than anyone else because until you decided to let our listeners know that uh, you're sitting in a wheelchair here in the studio, I bet you none of them knew that because they can't see you, but they hear that you're a bright, articulate, and intelligent uh, uh, executive uh, of a big organization that does a lot of good for a lot of people. So we, we talked a little bit at the top of the show about what you do for um, developmentally disabled children, but what about people who have mobility problems such as yourself or the, the deaf or the blind? What kind of services do you offer? Are we talking about providing wheelchairs, providing training? Counseling or all the above? Yeah, a variety of all the above. Um, in particular, as I mentioned before, one of our main emphasis is on assisting people to go back to work or get a job for the first time. Um, we think it's very important, and I think you'll all agree here, uh, um, that working is such an essential part of defining who we are. Uh, and, and, you know, when I, I know when I'm out of work for a few weeks, whether it's on vacation, you know, I get that itch to get back to work. I, I'm so excited do about you, you what I do. You have that, thank, thank goodness it's Monday. I, That's I, what we call I, it I, in I my company. Do. We actually well, have a whole gestalt could, of, thank could, goodness it's Monday instead of TGIF. Could I dissent on behalf of my fellow retirees who are listening right now to Hudson Valley Talk Radio? <laughs> Here we 
we go. Here we go. Right. Thank God it's Sunday. Is that right, Every Jonah? day is Saturday. Every day the is six, Saturday. Retirement is six Saturdays and a Sunday. Oh, That's don't about kid it. yourself. He's the most busy retiree I know. He's he's a sitting judge. He's president of his Rotary Club. He's an, he's an adjunct professor at Maris. And a broadcaster. And you are a broadcaster, because that's what I say about you, Jonah. You That's always right. remember from whence you come. That's right. Anyway, so Doug Hovey, uh, Executive Director of Independent Living, was telling us about some of the services he offers uh, to the um, disabled, uh, people who need just a little bit of extra help to, uh, as you say, get back to work. Do, do you just have areas uh, or centers they have to come to? Do you make house calls? Do you, how, how does this work? Yeah, uh, good question. Uh, our main base of operations is, is in Newburgh uh, on uh, Lake Street, uh, but uh, actually it's 5 Washington Terrace on the corner of Lake Street and Washington Terrace. But uh, we do have outreach workers that do work in Orange, Ulster, Sullivan, and Dutchess County, and they're available to go out and do home visits for people who have a difficult time getting to our center. Um, but you mentioned equipment before too, Jonah, and that's an important point because we do collect durable medical equipment uh, from the region, from people who are no longer u- needing this equipment. We refurbish it, and we find people who can benefit from this equipment, uh, and we donate it back to the community. Well, that's just terrific. You know, and now is probably a good time for you, uh, for you, Doug Hovey, and, uh, Executive Director of Independent Living, to give us some contact information because if there's some people who have old crutches up in the attic, they don't need from that ski accident or, or other uh, material that you could use and turn around to give to people who are in need. They want to know how to reach you, Doug. So sure. how's the best Think, way of reaching you? Things like wheelchairs, walkers, canes, crutches, any type of uh, disability-related uh, medical supplies and equipment. Uh, that's Those are the kinds of things that we collect. We refurbish them. We get them back out to the community. And the best way to reach me is by calling me at 845-565-1162, and my extension is 210. Give us that number again, and folks, get a pencil and paper, because we will repeat that in the second half of the show. But give us the number again right now. Sure, that's 845-565-1162. All right, so someone calls you today and says, you know what, I need help. Um, we have a, a, a somebody in the family who has a new problem that we've never faced before. Uh, take us through the entire uh, process uh, are there interviews, intake, um, home visits? How does this work? Absolutely. I mean, the first thing we want to do is hear what your needs are. We want to listen to you and understand what your needs are before we can, you know, make any assessment um, or make any determination about what services you need. Now, based on that information, we will set up an interview. Uh, it may be at your home or it could be at the Independent Living Center. Um, from there, we determine, you know, what types of services we have. And if we don't have a specific service that meets your needs, we'll help to coordinate services in the local community so that you get the most out of your experience uh, with us. And how many people do you have on staff again? This is huge. I mean, you're this is covering all. This is like one-stop shopping. In total, we, we have over 200, uh, I would say about 250 staff in, in total. We have a home care division that works in Orange, Ulster, Sullivan, and Dutchess County. So we have a lot of home care workers that provide provide care and you know uh, people needing long-term care services that are faced with uh, nursing home institutionalization uh, who would rather remain at home they should also contact us because we can help advocate for their best interest we have a program called access to home where we come in and we actually evaluate the home and we can make your house accessible so that you don't need to leave your home. And, and what kind of uh, 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 financial uh, responsibility is to the person who's seeking out these assistances? You know, that depends. <clears throat> as far as uh, most of our services are at no charge to the uh-huh. individual. 
residual. If we're going to do a modification in the home that requires us to hire contractors to come in, there is uh, an income eligibility requirement. Uh, it's 80% uh, of the area median income, and that's just a calculation. Okay, I just wanted to bring that to the surface so that people are saying, I, you know, I, I don't think I could afford this, or what, how, you know, what's my obligation, that type of thing. That's a good um, question. And you're saying all of these, uh, that um, a number of staff, 200 and something, those are the, the Newburg and the other two satellite locations as well, collectively. Yes or no? Uh, yes. Pretty much. Okay. Great. Let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. This is Jonah Trebowasser. My co-host is Sarah O'Connell. Sarah, who brought us Radio Rotary this week? Yes, who brought us? And I'm soon to be your ex-radio host. <laughs> right, I'm going today. The, the clubs of Millbrook, New Paltz, Pleasant Valley, Red Hook, Southern Ulster, and of course the district of 7210. And our very special guest today is Douglas Hobie, Rotarian and Executive Director of Independent Living Incorporated. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary in just a few minutes. Could you dedicate yourself to a worthy cause? Could you go the distance to keep a child healthy? Could you travel the world to help eliminate polio? Could you? A Rotary member could. Rotary continues its efforts to end this crippling disease worldwide, providing children with needed vaccinations. All it takes is one person to make a difference. Will you help change the world? For more information, go to rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion. Hi, I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I am the co-host of Radio Rotary, and I am joined by my other co-host, the Honorable Jonah Trebowasser, and our special guest, Mr. Doug Hovey, the Executive Director of Independent Living. His main office is located in Newburgh, but they have satellite locations. And Jonah, you wanted to ask Doug very specifically about well, his background in Rotary, he's a Rotarian. And, you know, Rotary, of course, has a motto, service above self. And independent living, as we heard in the first half of the program, is all about giving service to people who are, are in need. Uh, Doug, how would you become a Rotarian? Well, you know, uh, when I uh, started as executive director of independent living back in 1987, I made it a point to get out and speak to all of the clubs. And I have to tell you... Um, I won't name the other clubs, but there's a lot of great clubs in the area. But the one that I enjoyed most was the Rotary Club. And uh, so I had invited one of the Rotarians to become a member of my board of directors. And he said, I will do that on one condition. And I said, what's that? And he said, you join the Newburgh Rotary Club. And I thought, wow. That's a quid that's, pro quo, isn't it? That was right. Joe, that's, isn't that's that a terrible. legal term, quid that pro quo? Is, yes, that's typical of Rotarians, <laughs> by the way, the arm twisting, and that the blackmail. That was back in 1993, <laughs> and it's just been very exciting. In fact, this last Sunday, we had our Taste of Greater Newburgh uh, fundraiser. Oh, yes. You yeah. know, we did a little commercial We talked about you. that right did here you, on Were Radio you aware Rotary. of that? Yes, we were, we were aware. Promoting that's it. why Thank the thousands who came were all Radio Rotary That's right. all due to us. Jonah wrote it. I read it. Jay ran it on the station. We were wondering why we had the masses of people. We had a great turnout. It was a wonderful event, but thank you. And you, you've been an officer in Rotary, right? Yes, I served as president in 99-2000. Even though he's a baby. 
Yes, right. He's oh, quite see. young. He revealed, you opened your kimono there, Doug. Oh. You revealed your age off mic a little <laughs> bit. And because uh, you, I thought you were a little older than that because of your educational background and the amount of work experience and the position that you hold. But you are, um, uh, uh, just for those on the uh, our listening audience, a very attractive young man. Well, Are you, you married? I am. I'm married, and I have two children, a five-year-old boy and a three-year-old daughter. Oh, that's great. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Future Rotarians. Like yes, absolutely. And perhaps future exchange members of our, our exchange program. Right. Yes, because I know you're very taken with that program as yes, well. very okay. much so. Jonah always scolds me when I ask our guests their marital status. Well, it sounds like you're trying to get him a date. <laughs> <laughs> It's radio.com instead right. of match.com. <laughs> so we're I'm talking, sorry. no, it's okay. We're talking to Douglas Hovley, uh, who is a Rotarian and executive director of Independent Living Incorporated, an organization that does some wonderful work helping people who are in need, uh, who may have uh, blindness, deafness, mobility impairment. Um, what are the kind of, of disabilities uh, does your organization help to service? Doug Hovey. You know, I think it's important to mention because a lot of people don't realize that we work with people who have mental health disabilities. And, um, you know, so we do quite a bit of counseling and uh, peer advocacy uh, is a very uh, commonly used term in our industry in the, in the work that we do. Um, and I should mention that what makes us unique, I think, as an independent living center is that 51% of my board of directors are people with disabilities themselves. Who, How many sit on your board? Uh, we have. Twelve on our board right now. Twelve individuals on our board, um, and many of the employees who work for independent living are also people with disabilities themselves too. Well, so it's, it's clearly a calling. It's not just a profession. I mean, when you were saying that you look forward when you're on vacation getting back into the office, and you know, I was teasing you. Well, we do too in the company I work for. I look forward to Monday. It, it's um, it's who you are. It's not just what you do. Right. It is a passion, no doubt. Yeah. It it really truly is. Doug Hovey, from your perspective, not only as a professional in the field. Uh, of, of servicing people with disabilities, but as you uh, shared with us at the top of the show, someone who himself um, is using a wheelchair for mobility. Let's enlighten some people out there who are listening on the radio. What are some of your pet peeves about how people um, treat you, ignore you, deal with you that uh, you find need to be changed? Mm, as far as, 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 as your own situation or for any of the situations that uh, some of the people that are your clients are concerned? Okay. Well, you know, one of the biggest uh, issues that we face, I think, is just the whole accessibility issue. I uh, went to a restaurant the other day and uh, got there. I could get inside the restaurant, but when I had to use the restroom, it was not accessible. The doors were not wide enough. I couldn't get in. Uh, we had already ordered our meal. I had to use uh, the facility, and I couldn't. And so I, I had to leave. I, I apologized and said, I'm sorry, but I, I have to leave. The, you know, so accessibility is huge. Getting into buildings, parking accessibility. And, and I guess my one of my greatest pet peeves is when you see people who are not deserving of parking in an accessible space. Oh, that's absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Who use uh, those parking spaces, mm-hmm. but getting into buildings and making sure the bathroom is accessible because uh, you know it, it is true that people with disabilities do need to use the bathroom too. Mm. I remember once being in a restaurant mm. with a disabled veteran, and the waitress, who I'm sure didn't mean anything by it, would say, well, "What would you like, dear? What would you like? What would you like?" And then turned to me and said about the disabled veteran next oh, to me in a wheelchair, "What does he want?" <laughs> and I said, well, "I'm sure he'll be happy to tell you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh. She had. She was clueless that no. she had done it. 
Is that and, something you, know, you run into? Yeah, you know, and that's a level of ignorance. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and I use ignorance uh, with quotations around it because anytime we identify ignorance, that means it requires some education. Well, I it's think. lack of knowledge. It's a exactly lack of knowledge. It really about. is, you know, and it's not that people intentionally are insensitive. I think they just don't understand. And sometimes there's a fear associated now, with Now, Doug, you, you're a really good person to speak to this because you became, um, you, you shared with us earlier in the first segment that you had a tragic accident at 18 and before that you were not in a wheelchair and now you you use one so you would be able to see how people do react differently right. to 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 people with with a disability or and people without that's right can you imagine and, 18 years of uh, being you know non-disabled and then you know the last 29 years uh, well just before you're going to college right right at that that time in your life that's right. you so you went to SUNY New Paltz here I correct did. Uh, yes. for undergraduate school and then you mentioned that you went to the west coast you yes. went to San Francisco to you, grad school that's where did correct. you go Berkeley I went to, no university of San Francisco university of San Francisco yeah. one of my favorite cities yeah a wonderful city i, I had a great time there um, and uh, and i received my masters in healthcare or excuse me in rehabilitation administration right. there okay. Uh, but I also and how went, long were you out there? Uh, well, you know, I did this over two years. Okay. It was over two years. And, and the nice thing about that program was it was a travel program. So I would go out for uh, three weeks and then I would come back home. Um, and I would do that six times a year. That would be a lot for me. That was incredible. You know, oh my gosh. It was a wonderful experience. Yeah. That's a lot of traveling. So anyway. Getting back to independent living, Douglas mm-hmm. Holby, a Rotarian and executive director of this marvelous organization, Independent Living. Uh, you were telling us, for, for example, that uh, you do collect uh, old crutches and wheelchairs to be refurbished uh, to uh, hand out to people who might not be able to afford them. Uh, who does the refurbishing of this equipment? Well, we have staff that work at the center who uh, help to clean up the equipment. Um, if we get a lot of equipment in at one time, we'll bring in some volunteers that help to do that as well. Um, we do have a 5,000 square foot section in our lower level of our building. Uh, and that was, at one point, we had over 200 wheelchairs down there. Uh, but we've recently decided to renovate that space because we needed more office space. So mm-hmm. uh, so we're going to be looking for some storage space soon uh, to warehouse some of our equipment. Uh, but the goal is to get the, the equipment in Clean it up and get it out to people who need it. Let's not sit on it. Let's get it out so people can use it. So let's, again, give the phone number for anybody out there who's got some equipment to donate or who needs the equipment or needs some of your excellent services. Sure, and I'd like to give my website also. Oh, go right ahead. That's the, we have a fabulous website, and I encourage people to take a look at that. It's www.myindependentliving.org. That's myindependentliving.org. And the telephone number is 845 845- Five six five one one six two, and our services are free of charge to anyone in need. That's an important thing to note that they're, they're free of services are just free of charge. What a magnificent uh, uh, thing to do, organization, and, and a great commitment to your Rotary uh, background and our motto of service above self. And Very simpatico. Of, right. If speaking of Rotary, if you'd like to join the fun that uh, Sarah, Doug, and I have as Rotarians, another website to look at is rotary.org. That's R-O-T-A-R-Y dot O-R-G. Click on the club locator button and put in your hometown. You'll find the Ro- Rotary Club near you and 
join them for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, depending on what their uh, schedule is, and you and learn all about Rotary. If you're anywhere in the area, the Red Hook area, Jonah is auditioning new co-hosts. So <laughs> <you> <laughs> Don't believe it, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah has a lifetime contract. Fair now, right. speaking of, of Rotary clubs, uh, remind us again, your club is which one? We're the Newburgh Club. And where do you meet? We meet at uh, Castagliola's, which is uh, Upper Broadway in Newburgh, 12 o'clock on Tuesdays. Oh, that's good 12 food 12 o'clock there. Tuesdays, and you welcome new members, wouldn't you? Absolutely. People should come as your guests for lunch, all 38,000 listeners. That's right. <laughs> See you Tuesday. Come two at a time, though. The, the restaurant isn't that big. So um, what's in the future for, for Douglas Hovey and independent living? If you had to, the magic wand and you wanted to expand into other services or, or to do more than and what you can now. How would you like to expand your services for independent living? Well, we have a vision of creating an assistive technology and durable medical equipment uh, center. We're actually looking at some property right now uh, adjacent to our building we'd like to be able to purchase uh, and build a new assistive technology center where people can come and try hands-on, firsthand pieces of equipment that they otherwise would have to purchase sight unseen. And a lot of times that just doesn't work for people. Uh, so that's that's one of our uh, areas, but we'd also like to expand more into the healthcare arena and do more in the way of supporting people in their homes. Too many people end up in nursing homes prematurely. We'd like to help change that. We'd like to help people stay well in their homes by providing the support that they need. Doug, you mentioned the term assistive technology. What is that? Well, adaptive technology or assistive technology uh, are devices that can assist people with different types of disabilities. For example, someone who is visually impaired uh, who needs a a reader, uh, a magnifying reader, or a CCT, uh, closed-circuit television, it's called, uh, might be one example. We also have uh, a Sorensen machine, which is uh, for people who are deaf and can't pick up the telephone. They have uh, access to a Sorensen machine, which is um, it's a video relay service, a video communication device. Uh, these are just some examples. But, you know, assistive technology can also mean wheelchairs, uh, adaptive wheelchairs, adaptive mobility devices, things that help people uh, improve their quality of life in the home or at the workplace. Douglas Hovey, uh, Executive Director of Independent Living and uh, longtime Rotarian. Please give us your name. I'm sorry, not your name, but uh, the, the uh, website and the phone number of your organization for people who need to contact you. Sure. The website is www.myindependentliving.org, and the telephone number is 845-565-1162. Doug Hovey, thanks so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you, Jonah. Thank you, Sarah. And Sarah O'Connell, who brought us Radio Rotary this week? Well, we wouldn't be here, Jonah and Doug, without the generous support of Rotary District 7210 and the clubs of Arlington, Blooming Grove, Washingtonville, Highland, Highland, High Park, Hyde Park, Hyde Park, Kingston, Kingston Sunrise. And Jonah, I wanted to mention that right. you don't have to be a Rotarian or a Rotary Club to sponsor this show. You can be uh, a business of any kind and you can contact us at our website to find out more about that opportunity. For Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and asking you to join us again next Friday at this time for more of Radio Rotary right here on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Thank you.